0: you believe in accountable
1: love welcome to accountable love home of the love Snobs. your love is a good journey my name is jerry
0: my name is aziz
1: and today we have drastic measures as a guest um and we're going to talk about the adult in the room and wherever the conversation takes us
0: definitely being the adult in the room from the, love snobs, love snobs, love snobs. the love snobs have surfaced. You know, the people that actually use honesty to communicate, the genuine friends that refuse to let you feel sorry for yourself. Yes, those people.
1: You know, the friends that collect your tears every time life makes your eyes rain. The love snobs, the people that don't allow you to settle. Support your dreams, but don't support you sleeping with just anybody.
0: You know, the friends that are so judgmental, they actually stay away from negative people and encourage you to surround yourself with positive people.
1: Yes, that friend. The friends that love you even when you refuse to love yourself. You, you know, know, the, the love, love snobs.
0: Fantastic. You, um, you know, you've been watching our show for since the beginning, which we appreciate. Yes. And, you know, obviously, you know, the question, what does accountable love mean to you?
2: All right. So to me, accountable love means uh, carrying yourself in a way that honors your loved one and, and the people that you're attached to, you know what I'm saying? And also being attached to people that would do the same for you. You know what I mean? So, you know, we, we honor our agreements. We articulate exactly what our agreements are. You know what I'm saying? We know what we expect from each other. And we live in a way that that honors those agreements, you know that's we're we're accountable to to the agreements that we made.
0: oh yeah, that's lovely lovely man we we definitely agree with that so um when you think of being a uh, dealt in a wrong, what do you actually think of
2: um, having a let, having a letter having responsibility um for leadership because you know, when you're interacting with anybody, you know, at times things could go left, um, and and you just want to have that mentality that, you know, even if it goes left, you know, somebody got to be the mature one to bring it back centered, you know. So uh-huh. being the adult is 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 uh just, you know, to the, you know, you obviously you can't control other people's actions, you can't control other people's decisions, you know what I'm saying? But you do the best of your ability to to steer things in the proper direction.
0: Definitely. We've been sitting back and, you know, you've been joining our let's talk relationship discussions live on, on Facebook and on zoom and on, you know, our website coming soon. And, you know, we've been talking about building strong relationships, but today, I mean this season, season three is all about being a adult in the room. So, you know, we wanted you to share some stories about, you know, maybe when you weren't a adult in the room, and then, maybe until you know now that you all have matured into becoming an adult.
2: Okay. Um. Well, I didn't really have time to prepare for these questions, so I'm just trying to bring it off the off the off the fly off the top of my yeah, head. but yeah. um, so that's what can... we,
1: that's what we want. Any, anyway, Jurassic, we don't want to rehearse, you know, okay. uh, comment. So just say what we'll comes to mind, and then we'll have a discussion around it. First,
2: first, first, uh thought that comes to mind was when I was about 18 years old, um, working at the hospital. And you know, I think I I was I was hot tempered at times during those days. And um, I was working and I had my coat in the office, I was working in the hospital, you know, I was working in the hospital and um, I used to report to an office to get my assignments. I worked in uh, patient transport, I used to take uh, patients from their room to, you know, to x ray or to to different different areas in the hospital. I would take them away from their their room in a stretcher or on their hospital bed or in a wheelchair, so on and so forth. And um, it was getting close to the end of the shift. Everybody was going home and I left my jacket in the office where the dispatcher was And, and the dispatcher, you know, didn't know where I was. So he locked up the door and get ready to go home. And he's in the car waiting for his wife to come to his car. Um, cause she, they, they both worked in the hospital. Um, she, she worked somewhere else, and you know, he, he was my supervisor. And I like threatened the man. I'm like, yo, I should, you know, I should smack you off a GP for closing the door with my, with my jacket still in there. And um, you know, I, I, I was young and dumb during those days, so that's the first thought that came to my mind when you said, think of an example where you wasn't the adult in the room. You know, what I'm saying I didn't even give him the benefit of the doubt of realizing that. You know, what I mean, he's just, he, he didn't know where I was, and he's not my keeper, so. You know, the the jacket's locked up. It's not nobody's stealing it. So why am I getting so upset, you know? But yeah, that was the first thought that came to mind when you asked me about a situation where I wasn't the adult in the room. And um I guess a situation that I could think of where I was the adult in the room is uh, it's hard for it's hard for me to talk about this without making someone else look bad, and that's definitely what I'm not what I'm here to do. But so I'm just talking generalities. You know, what I'm saying where, you know, maybe a person wants to engage in, in being argumentative with me and I just don't engage, you know, what I'm saying, because I know what their intentions are, their their intentions is to have a negative interaction. And I'm like, you know, if, if it's not, if it's not, you know, going in a positive direction and I already know what your intentions are from the get go, like, I'm not even going to engage with you. I, you yeah. can argue by yourself, you know. Definitely.
0: So when we so,
1: think of adult, world yeah. like Jack, Okay, when it's when you think of when we think of adult in the room we think about those situations right like spazzing out or or you know not feeding into somebody's negative behavior negative energy but when you know I realized over time that being adult in the room means also making a decision being the person that's willing to step up and make decisions and do you find that what do you think about that like do you find that to be something that would would make you the adult in a room where you're around a, a whole bunch of other people that don't really want to make a decision about things and they leave it up to other people to make those decisions. Maybe you're one of them. Maybe you're a, a person that wants to sit back and let other people make decisions. So I, I, I kind of want to get your take on that as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And in situations like that, um, sometimes it's necessary to be confrontational. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So like when I talk about like not engaging a person that, you know, that, that wants to be combative or argumentative, I'm talking about if their intentions are not good but sometimes being the adult being the adults in the room you know requires you to be confrontational and requires you to you know i'm saying have some disagreements and so on and so forth for the purpose of making a decision for something good to happen so yeah definitely definitely being the adults in the room definitely requires making the decision sometimes when 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 other people are you know not making that decision yeah
1: or what about just making a decision in general like you know, when you, when you are, when you have relationships with other people, right? Like there's you, you guys, are, well, a person, a, a, an adult by age makes yeah. a thousand decisions a day. Like every day, they, like what to eat, what to wear, what to do, what, like everything, like it's a decision, right? Um, but we all come across people that really, aside from, I mean, some people don't even know how to figure out what to eat, but you know, they really have a hard time making those decisions. Like, not just a confrontation, not a confrontational decision, just a decision to say, I, I, I stand by this, or I believe this, or I want to go, I want to have, I want to eat, oh, this is so bad. Like, I want to eat Burger King, and Aziz wants to eat McDonald's. You know what I mean? Like, I made a decision. You know what I mean? So it's like those, those are the, um, when I also think about, about being the adult in the room, it's really standing behind what you believe in, at that time or overall like do you what what is your take on that
2: um i don't know if i'm following you properly but just based off of the example that you gave where you want burger king and and, and aziz wants mcdonald's you're both adults and you're both making the decision on what your preference of uh, food choice is so the adults in the room in that situation might say you know what we want to have a meal together and the compromise might be all right we both gonna get what we want and we'll just wait to eat it together Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? You have your Burger King. I have my McDonald's. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not being the adults in the room is like, no, I want Burger King. Come yeah. have it with me. Or, no, nah, I want McDonald's. Come have it with me. Don't don't have that other sandwich, you know? So, I think that the adults in the room is uh looking towards, you know what I'm saying, everything uh, everything working together properly, you know what I'm saying? Like, find, finding that, that proper balance to where everybody's getting... I guess, you know, what I'm saying it, it it doesn't hurt me for you to have Burger King and it doesn't hurt you for me to have McDonald's. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, th- I think I think uh, making that decision in, in,
0: in that case is, you know, what's most beneficial for everybody involved, you know? Definitely. We wanted to ask you both sides of the coin because we wanted to see the distinction and the, you know, the evolution of when you felt you wasn't the adult in the room and when, you know, you actually felt you were the adult in the room. And the biggest, the biggest change I've seen was your ability to actually assess the other person's perspective, the other person's yeah. point of view, and factor it into your overall decision. And that's what we, we're designed. You know, like everybody preaches individuality. You know, and to some degree, you know, you obviously have to be self-aware. So you have to figure out what you want, what you need, what you desire, what you want, the things you want in life to ultimately make informed decisions, especially when you're dealing with relationships, which we're talking about, building relationships. But you've seen the distinction is now I'm starting to factor in another person. I'm maturing into togetherness. And that's our definition of love, you know, maturing into togetherness. Like if you're just still thinking of you on a regular basis, how could you love anybody else? Even if you think of self-love, you get what I'm saying? When people say self-love, it seems like, you know, whether people feel it or hear it or not, it's a narcissistic way of thinking because really you have a broader understanding of when you're collective and when you're ready to join the team. You did a whole bunch of developing as a child. You know what I mean? Yeah. The development was, was key. You was focusing on you, you was focusing on being self-aware, but you wasn't in a place to really fully prepare yourself on how to love yet. That's yeah. what you was working towards. So I seen you went from you know, I'm going to approach this person on a physical level. I'm going to threaten this person. I didn't, get a, I didn't get a want met, or I felt the person was malicious. I or, automatically didn't factor in who the person was. I just judged them based on how I felt, what was going on, versus having sound judgment, walking up to somebody, and your next understanding is, I'm not going to have a discussion with you if your intention is to harm me. So I have a clear understanding that when I'm making my decisions is always to actually bring us closer together and anything that's going to tear us and allow us to or pull me out of being at peace or not allow us to be closer together. I'm going to disengage, which yeah. is a decision you made to now focus on progression in a positive manner. Definitely. So when we talk about the adult in the room, we're, you know, more going towards that level, you know what I mean, of, of thinking and leaving the, you know, we always say as kids, we're developing and we're really working towards self, self-awareness, right? Yeah. As adults, we're working towards having quality relationships because we have a clear understanding that it takes more many to actually live a fulfilled life. You know, and what would you think of that?
2: Uh, me personally, I think I'm still working towards self-awareness, you know what I mean? Like uh, mm-hmm. like my goal is, is, is to continually evolve, you know what I'm saying? I, Like, I think I'm a student of life. I'll probably be that way forever. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, and I I owe that to my moms, you know what I mean? Like, when I was a kid, I come to my mother like, yo, what's what's this word mean? And she's like, look it up. And I'm like, I know you, like, I hear your vocabulary every every day. I know you know what that word means. But she didn't give me the easy route. She said, go grab a dictionary and go look it up. You know what I'm saying? And and things like that just, just forced me to, you know what I'm saying, be a student forever. Like, you know what I'm saying? In high school, I walked around with a dictionary in my book bag even during the summertime, you know? And um, so, yeah, I think I'm, I'm my, my goal is to continually evolve, continually to get better. And as far as, like, my perspective on self-love, I think it can be narcissistic depending on what the intentions are and what the intent is, you know what I'm saying? But, like, if your goal for self-love is to be able to present the best version of yourself to the people you, you love, you know what I'm saying, then it's not necessarily uh, narcissistic. You know what I mean? Like Like, for example, say you got a spouse and you're like, I want to go to the gym and work out so, I can, so, so so that my spouse can find me attractive. You know what I'm saying? That's different from I want to go, you know, work out so I can get likes on Facebook or something, you know what I mean? So depending on what the intent is, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be narcissistic.
1: But the thing is, to touch on that, like, even though the intention is good, right? So she wants to work out so that she could look better, feel better, and have a little bit more confidence that her husband or boyfriend could, could be attracted to, right? Yeah. But What people don't factor in is that when she's adding something else into her life, something else is going to fall to the wayside. Mm. So she's going to the gym now, so she may cook less. She may not, she may fold the clothes but not put them away. She may not do, as you know what I mean? Like, not even the domestic show. She may not just be available. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, the times that he wants to roll over and cuddle, she's up, getting dressed, putting her leggings on, and heading to the gym. So I think that, you know, people should factor those things in. Like, even though it is a good thing, right? Even though it's healthy, like how could you, it's hard to to, to look somebody in the eye and say, I don't want you to go to the gym because you're taking away from us, right? Mm -hmm. But the reality is you're taking away from us. So we have to find some, like I want you to go to the gym, but factor in everything that you have going on around you and get creative with this gym schedule of yours. You know what I mean? And I think that most people just think because it's healthy that they get the pass and they should be able to do what they need to do because it's a healthy choice but what that comes with time and time takes away from something else and that needs to also be factored in.
0: Definitely. And if we're I, saying, if we're saying self-love is maturing into togetherness, like let's say, I mean we say love, excuse me, we said love is maturing into togetherness and that's the definition of love. We're self-involved in that? You know what I mean? You have the clear understanding with self-awareness. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like We're working towards self-awareness. And we always ask the question, why isn't caring enough? Why I have to love my fellow man? Why can't I care about my fellow man? And why can't that be enough? And Why can't love have a stronger value that I attach to people I actually get to know? I actually spend time and effort into. Well, I think um, we might get the
2: definition misconstrued because of our limited understanding based on the English language. You know what I'm saying? When you look at other languages, there's different words for love there's not just one word you know what i'm saying that's universally used so you got brotherly love you got you know you got romantic love you got you know what i'm saying you got um like there's different versions of love you know what i'm saying that 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 like i, I believe that i believe that love should be applied not only to the close intimate people in your life you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. it's, obviously it's expressed in different forms based on who you're dealing with you know what i mean
0: definitely but where, where does the value, where do you get the value from? Like the value of love, if it's just spread out, like I'm visually seeing a person and they're my neighbor. So it's like love thou neighbor, right? It's yeah. a mentality. Yeah, I get what they're saying. It's a mentality. Like make sure you have a clear understanding and you look out for your neighbor and you, you know you basically lift your neighbor and you make sure no harm comes to your neighbor. But why isn't caring enough? Like if you care about your neighbor, you do the same exact thing. So why can't love be, because understand, when you put brotherly love in front of it, brother means something different than love. So obviously, we now change the, the the definition by adding the word to any word. You know, you could say negative love. Yeah. But does that truly exist? Can't love be a negative? Yeah, I don't even understand what you mean by that negative love. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying we can throw negative in front of it, just like we put brotherly in front of it just like we put motherly, just like we put parental love. We can put love, If anything in front of love will change the understanding of love. When we're talking about love as an independent, right? If mm-hmm. it deals with just maturing into togetherness, it takes two people actually coming together and building a bond. You know what I mean?
2: Well, I guess just to address that, you know, where does brotherly love and and love for your neighbor and all of that come into place is just like in the ideal world, you know what I'm saying, which would mm-hmm. be def- definitely difficult to reach the ideal, especially today. But in an ideal world where everybody loves everybody else as they love themselves, you know what I'm saying, nobody would be hungry. Nobody would be living on the street. You know what I'm saying? Nope. It, it, it wouldn't be unnecessary violence there. Nobody would steal from anybody. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I believe the goal is to 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 move towards the ideal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see, you know, if I see your child hurting in the street and I don't even know you, you know what I'm saying? I, I I, try to give assistance to your child because I'm gonna love your child the same way that I would love mine. I would want to do that for for my child, you know what I mean? Definitely, but wouldn't Karen take care of all that too?
1: Yeah, cause I mean, I've been in situations where um, I've seen kids getting bullied on the, in, the, in the street and I took them home. And at the time I wasn't even a parent, mm. but you know, I, I, I saw it happening I knew it was wrong. And, you know, they looked like they were struggling. Um, So I I happened on two occasions. One kid was on the bus somewhere going Lord knows where. He didn't even know where he was going. (laughs) And, And the kids just kept taking him further and further away from the neighborhood. And he was so scared. At the time, I was pregnant with that one. And I was sitting on the bus with Camille's dad. And I was just like, he's scared. Like, he was really scared. Like, you could just tell, like, he was frightened. And so I took him off the bus. Um, I, he, he knew where to get to his grandmother's house his grandmother said, yeah, I have him for the summer. He's from North Carolina. And I'm glad that she brought him home because he passed his curfew. Oh, wow. And he and he and she thanked me. And then when the parents came up to, to get him for, after the summer, they brought me a gift for the baby. They really thanked me. And, you know, I didn't love him. You know what I mean? But I just saw that he was in danger and he needed help. So I intervened and I made sure that he got home properly. And, I, you know, being pregnant at the time, too, I was thinking that, you know, pay it for it. Like, if my child is on the bus or with a group of kids that don't have her best interests at heart, I would hope that an adult would see it intervene and to to make sure she gets home properly, too. Yeah. So, it's, I didn't have to love him. It was just more of a, you know, I, I cared enough about the situation or his well-being to
2: take him home. Yeah, and, and in my opinion, I guess y- y'all's definition is different than mine, but I feel like that was an act of love. You know what I'm saying? That, like, you did show love to him. You did you know, respond in a loving way. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know him as far as, like, you know, you're not, you might not be sending him a birthday card every year or calling him yeah, every I night. Never, never,
1: yeah, you know? I never heard from him again after that after the yeah, situation. so you don't,
2: you don't got that level of love with him, but that was an act of love, you know what I'm saying? I believe that, that you know, you, you, you went out of your way, you know, you stepped outside of your comfort zone to make sure that he was comfortable. You stepped, you know what I'm saying? You stepped outside of self, like you wasn't selfish, you was, you was selfless in how you contributed to that young kid's life. You know you didn't have to do that so like to me that was that was an act of love you know what i mean i know y'all might define it different and just feel like you just cared but like i see that you know i see caring as an act of love you know like the
0: fact that you cared you know that's the, that's the way i view it anyway you know well i mean you know obviously since the first season we've been talking about defining our terms yeah you know, that's the very important piece so we always say if love has so many variety of meanings to so many variety of people how could you teach it? well it does though we got we got to take into consideration that the
2: english language is one of the the newest languages out of out of the out of the major ones like yes yeah, it influences all over the world but when you look at other languages like greek and you know what i'm saying like some of these other languages like there's many different words for the word love mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying which has different definitions and different meanings depending on which word we use which word you use so you know it's easy for us to get confused by saying we can't apply this one word to different situations. And, and maybe you're right with that. You know what I'm saying? We're applying one word. You know what I'm saying? As a as a one size fits all thing when really we should be using different words that, that mean different expressions of love.
1: And that's what uh, I was gonna that's what I was gonna say. It's overused. It's used for everything. Like people, we I think that we also have gotten lazy with articulating certain things and so it, everything just became love like i got love for this person i love this person or you know what i mean like even when you're in a relationship like two two people are, are, are in a relationship and they're eager to see who's gonna say i love you first you know what i mean but yet they may not have had their first fight they may not even know if their principles are aligned but the, all they care about is who's gonna say i love you first you know what i mean yeah. or or you know you 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 continue to t- to, to tell your parents or your siblings that you love them but over time depending on depending on the relationship, you may not even have a relationship with your siblings. You may not even have a relationship with with your your, your parents. So how is that really love if it's something that's supposed to be a boomerang and it's something that's both people are supposed to feel. You know what I mean? And it's an action. So if both people are not if they're not if they're not moving in that same direction as you then how could two people call it love? You know what I mean? So I mm. think that it's been overused. I think that even myself, like it's so e- it's the easy word, like oh I love you, I love you, you know what I mean? Like it 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 just became so embedded in us that that's the word to use when you feel close to somebody. That that's what we use instead of somebody taking a step back and thinking about what it truly means to say I love you to somebody.
0: Definitely, we 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 talk about love being a faith, not a principle, not a not a not an emotion, excuse me.
1: Yeah, love yeah. being
0: a faith, not an emotion. So, in in turn, we always understand, like, one of the greatest forms of a healthy relationship is communication. Through communication, we can't deal with all the variables of how a person takes in the definition of what we're saying. So, we're cooking a meal, and we want the meal to taste good. So, I'm like, pass me the salt, but you pass me the pepper. Uh You get what I'm saying? You told me, oh, your definition of salt was different than my definition of salt. That meal is not going to taste great. So, no matter how much we philosophize it, the point is we have enough words in the English language to actually come up with each word to identify what exactly we want to communicate. The only way we can educate is to have a clear definition across the board. It's about uniting. It's about being come. It's about being uniform. And in a sense, when it comes to communication, it's about being on the same page. And if we're not on the same page, Everybody wants to philosophize that that's where um, relationships actually become unhealthy because we don't have a clear understanding of the guidelines. We don't have a clear understanding of what we're committing to. We don't even know what commitment is. We change the definition based on what we want. Yeah. Definition to be. We change the definition. We 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 want at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's enough words in the dictionary to actually explain exactly what you want. Yeah, but so what? What I'm
2: saying though, like using that example, pass me the salt. Like, yeah, like I believe that there's different versions of salt. You know what I'm saying? But it's all salt. You got table salt. You got pink Himalayan salt. You got sea mm-hmm. salt. You know what I'm saying? You got rock salt. So, and I believe like what you're using in this analogy is like, all right, we're only gonna attribute table salt
0: to being salt. Like, none No. Of the we're gonna salt, we're gonna attribute table salt. Think about what I'm saying. We're gonna attribute table salt. To being, yeah, the general salt. Then you say Hawaiian salt. You see? They're going to pass you the Hawaiian salt. Then you away. say seasoning salt. They're going to pass you the seasoning salt. You just said you just said it yourself. If you think about it. You just said there's a variety of salts. And you gave mm-hmm. them names for every last one of them. So if you didn't listen when I said pass me the salt, I didn't add no extra word to it. So universally, if we have a universal term for salt, and that does mean table salt then universally everybody's going to pass you the table salt if i wanted the hawaiian salt and you pass me the table salt who's who's at fault i'm at fault cuz i didn't communicate that effectively but now we get into this we philosophize like you're justifying your behavior when you pass me the when you pass me the hawaiian salt when i ask just for salt you know this variety of salts man <laughs> that's when the, the relationship just becomes unhealthy because well, I mean, you wasn't I, able to be accountable for what you did, and now I can't hold you accountable because you're able to philosophize anytime you want.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Think about it. We we some people say they in love with a person who's abusing them. Mm. Think about it, or and they love
1: the, or, them. or even someone that that is you. You you always see those kids that I mean would ride or die for their parents, and their parents were not shit. Like, they, their parents were never the adult. The kids were taking care of them, you know, emotionally. Um, they, weren't, um, they weren't consistent. But those kids would be by their parents' side like no other. And because they say that they love them. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it, it gets to this weird place that, you know, people are throwing a word, throw, using the word so loosely that, yeah, abusers, when a person's in an abusive relationship, they believe that they love the person that they with. That's why they can't leave them.
2: Actually, I I got a controversial thing I'm gonna say now that I'm I'm pretty sure the two of you might. I don't know. I can't read your thoughts, but you might not agree with. I believe that being the adults in the room is loving people that don't deserve to be loved. You know what I'm saying? And, and when I say that, I don't mean that if you're in an abusive relationship that you remain on a romantic level and allow that person to go upside your head. You know what I'm saying? But um expressions of love like you can still look out for a person you can still you can still have compassion on them you can still give them a drink of water if they are thirsty you can still give them food if they're hungry you can still look out for their well-being you can you know what i'm saying like i believe that that being the adults in the room is about loving or, or giving expressions of love to people that don't deserve it
1: i will yeah, call i mean, I mean I, the thing is like I, the, so i see what you're saying like if you like you're not going to be, if somebody really needs a drink of water, you're not going to be, well, you may, it depends. But I, I do think that not everyone deserves, not everyone deserves the best parts of me. Not everyone deserves for me to, 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 to help them in their time of need. Because again, it's, it's relationship is give and take, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, there are some people that are wounded and there are some people that need help, but if you're not trying to get that help and you're taking, and it's, draining the relationship and taking more from me than it is putting back into the relationship, then you're a hindrance. And you don't deserve it. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that there's that, 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 that slippery slope of at what point do you walk away? As soon, for me, well, in my, when, what I do is I'm walking away as soon as it becomes a hindrance. As soon as you it's know. taken away from us, it's taken away from me, I'm out because you're not gonna bring me down with you if you're not trying to help yourself. And if you're I don't set the bar, but yeah, but, but then they need to be around like-minded people that believe that their behavior is okay. Because I'm setting the bar to let you know that that behavior isn't okay. So when you come closer to where I'm at, then we can talk. But, the, but as long as you're staying where you are, and I cater to that, then how are you ever going to change? Because you were never loved as a kid, or you have all these issues, or, you know, you don't know what love really means, and you were abused your whole life. And I mean, the story goes on and on and on and on.
0: And it, it it gets to a point where we use, like what you just said, where you are in a situation with a person who you cared about at some point, they mistreated you, or you, you could have loved at some point and they mistreated you. You move out of the relationship, but you still support them from afar, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's being the dealt in the room. But again, that's showing compassion, right? Yeah. Compassion is not love. Compassion is compassion. Compassion is a component of love. See, love is a is a is a is a is a dedication to actually show compassion, to actually show commitment, to actually show dedication, devotion, trust, honesty. One of those words are missing, then the love gets strained. Mm-hmm. But independently, you can use those things independent of love. You get what I'm saying? Uh, so you can get- trust that your your boss is gonna pay you. Doesn't mean you love your boss. You can tr- you can you can trust that a person is going to be on the corner when you wake up because they're on the corner and they hustle on a regular basis. So you can trust they can beat it. Doesn't mean that that's an act of love. You see what I'm saying? You can have compassion. You can say I cared about this person at some point, and I don't want to see the person fall or falter. So I'm going to assist them to get on their feet. But I'm at the same time how are you showing self-awareness if you're all about reform and not about performing? Like, what do you deserve? So then you become a person, like you couldn't believe the Delta in the room. Like what you said, you believe the Delta in the room is, is basically having servitude, showing servitude. Basically the person needs your support, needs you to support them, needs you to show, like what you said, act, acts of love. So you're there to support them. But at the same time, why you what told you you have to dedicate your life to a person that isn't dedicating lot their life to themselves and putting themselves in a position to succeed. When you in reverse, you can dedicate your life to a person who is actually a leader, a person who needs your support, a person who has the war, world closing in on them, but they are actually working towards a positive goal. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you in certain aspects.
2: Like I'm not talking about being dedicated to a person, you know what I mean? Okay. Like when 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 you talk about showing compassion. And and also to answer, yeah, being dedicated means I'm showing up every day, I'm showing up every week. I'm you know what I mean like like we got a we got a continual relationship. I'm I'm not yeah. even talking to, like when I talk about expressing love or showing love, a relationship doesn't necessarily have to be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when I talk about love, I'm talking about it based on a faith. As you know, I'm a Bible thumper, you know what I'm saying? So like if I'm if I'm showing love to somebody that don't deserve it. Like, my faith is telling me that I'm, that I'm showing love to God by doing that. And God's going to return it. I don't need it to be reciprocated from that person that doesn't deserve it or is
0: incapable of reciprocating it to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but why can't that be an act of care? Because if we now say love is dedication, love is devotion, like, how could you say you love God if you're not dedicated, if you're not devoted, if you're not trusting of God, if you're not honest with God? The, well, four, the four components of accountable love how could you show god you love god if you're you don't if one of them four things are missing well the only way that i can
2: show god who i can't see that i love him is by expressing love to people that i can
0: see no definitely but what i'm saying is you're dedic. but you're saying you're you you, you believe in your faith yeah. So in believing your faith, that's a part of you showing love to people that you can see, yeah. right? But that's showing God. So when you have that faith, you're dedicated to that faith. You're devoted to that faith. You're trusting of that faith because you don't even see God, but you trust God is there. So you're yeah. trusting of that faith. You're honest with God. I'm I'm feeling weak. You're praying. I'm feeling weak. I'm feeling like I really can't, you know, wake up tomorrow. I'm feeling certain ways. You're communicating with God. So yep. when you look at that component, that's love. That is. You're missing dedication. How are you, if you're not dedicated to your faith, you're not dedicated to God. How's that showing love?
1: Yeah.
0: You didn't even say to yourself, "I'm going to put forth everything it takes to make sure that me and God's relationship is the best relationship possible." So how, in turn, could you reciprocate that to people? Or you, you don't faith. Your faith, obviously, your faith is your foundation. So how could you ultimately? now say okay i'm gonna love people i can visually see and you have no dedication to your faith hmm. think about that
2: oh no you gotta have dedication to your faith first you know what i'm saying that's the that's foundation of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. so if that's the foundation then now you have human beings like i always talk to people we have discussions i talk to people you know of the christian faith and we have discussions all the time and i'm just like Let's be, let's, 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 not misconstrue what was going on in the Bible. When you're sitting here telling me to talk to the drug dealer, hang out with the drug dealer, hang out with the criminal, do X, Y, and Z, and I'm like, Jesus dined with the, the criminals and thieves and murderers. He, he did. He didn't walk with them. He walked with his disciples. Those are two different relationships. Me That's to go cool. to your table and give you food for thought. Is a whole different like now if a a, a hustler is asking me a question and I disregard them as if they're not a human being, two different things. I stop, I inform them, I make sure I enlighten them, and I keep it moving. We're not in a we're not in a place to walk together yet. We're not disciples of one another. So when we're talking about being accountable in love and having a village and having a society around built around you and dedicating your life to other people we're talking about God and we're talking about that structure and we're talking about love being a faith so we're talking about your disciples who you actually walking with who you actually who's actually your examples do you get what I'm saying yeah yeah they're your examples of faith so we're so ingrained because it's the same with me I'm like yo I, I love you like it's just a natural knee-jerk reaction yeah nothing in like yo know, family member I don't even know But I'm supposed to say I love you because we're blood. Doesn't that perpetuate a cycle of I can just say I love you to anyone who makes me quote unquote feel good versus somebody who shows up, who is dedicated, devoted, honest with me and trusting. That's living by your principles. That's saying love has a definition of its own. And if you don't fulfill that definition, we can't call it love personally we coming from with that dictate what's going on with love you can't just change words to fit you as soon as you want them to fit you i mean
2: i de- i definitely like how your perspective on how to deal with uh with close intimate relationships you know what i'm saying you definitely mm-hmm. got a good perspective and a good hold on that you know what i'm saying i believe that it it should extend further than that as well though you know what i'm exactly. saying where you're showing right. compassion to your fellow man. you know Like with the example Jerry gave about the the random kid that she's seen on the bus, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that should be a daily practice as well. Even if you got to call it a different name, even if you got to just refer to it as compassion, like that should be a component that, you know what I'm saying? Anybody that, 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 that seeks to be equal in health, have equal and healthy relationships. Like that should be an extension of who they are at their core. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody should be walking in compassion like that and caring for, for, for their fellow human being and, you know what I'm saying, and having compassion on people that don't deserve it, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's... Even if we don't call it love. But we're talking about just personal relationships. So now when it gets into the tolerance of man, tolerance of your fellow man, loving thou neighbor, that's a whole different discussion.
1: But also, too... When
0: we deal with accountable love, we're talking about personal relationships. That's all we're talking about this point.
1: But also, too, when you're helping everyone, right? Again, you're taking away from the people that, that, that really your personal relationship. So yesterday on the bus I happened to be with Camille's dad and we were on our way to his mother's house and guess what we never we never made it there. Mm. We never made it because I wanted to save a kid on the bus.
0: <laughs> you know yeah. what I
1: mean? And and, and and she took it in stride but she, she had every right to be upset about that because we said we were going to show up and we didn't. You know what I mean? Because I was helping a kid on the bus. So <laughs> think about, sorry, no, no, it's fine. But when you think about, you know, the, 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 the being compassionate and, and helping random people around you, um, just think about the more people you help in that way. And I'm not saying that there are not instances where you are helping people, where you're giving the, 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 the guy asking for coffee, coffee. Or, you know, he wants a hot meal, you take him into the restaurant for a hot meal, or whatever the case may be, right? Buy him yeah. a bottle of water. Like, I'm not saying that you're not going to do those things. But also understand that when you are helping these out, outside people that you don't have relationships with, you are taken away from the people that you do have relationships with.
2: That's true. That's true. And, that, and you know what? That's part of the reason why I know Aziz was saying, yo, you need to get some, well, both of y'all, think, were saying, you need to get some people that you got close relationships with. And I'm like, I'm not actively pursuing that right now. You know what I'm saying? I like the, I like the freedom that I have where if I see somebody got a need, I, I can help assist that need without having to check in with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I, can, I, I can walk in love towards fellow human beings without having to have a discussion. You know what I'm saying? I just make a decision by myself. Just me and God. You know, I, yeah, I, but, I like but,
1: that. But long term, long term, right? You're helping all these random people, but when it, what, how are you fostering solid relationships up with the people that should matter to you? You know what I mean? Like, how you bu- you're not building. It's like you're running. It's like, because you have an agenda that you want to help, you know, you, you, want to, you don't want to check in, you want to, you want to help people when you want to help people, you want to move when you want to move, you want to wake up, do whatever you want, you, you want to do what you want to do. And that's all good for the short term. But what about long term? Like, we're getting older, and that shouldn't be the reason why you should be fostering relationships with other people. But, you know, it, those, you, you helping these random people, like, what is that doing for you long term to connect closer to people that you are going to build with?
2: I'm laying up treasures for myself in heaven. I'm going to be a rich, Hopefully, yeah, but I'll be you're a gonna, rich man when I get yeah, there. Yeah, but
1: you're going to be by yourself in heaven because as soon as people start coming in, they ain't, they're going to look at you like, we don't know you. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, They, I mean, they ain't rocking with you.
0: <laughs> I mean, they, they even take it one step further, like obviously we believe if a person has equal and healthy relationships in their lives, they're healthier people. So therefore they have the ability to give, support the people in a better way. And you understand if you don't sleep like you're working overtime all the time
1: yeah that's, yeah, that's a good one. how are you
0: at your best so if you're always helping other people and you mm-hmm. have nobody to put that fuel back in you how, we well, well, how are you,
1: for you well-rounded yeah
0: how are you how are you at your best that's what the so you are helping people you are assisting people but you don't want to check in you lack commitment though what, well actually relations? let me
2: I just want to clear something up to them. I'm, I'm, I'm not Mother Teresa. I'm not meeting everybody's needs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not helping everybody. So, okay. No, I mean, but
1: you, I, I, didn't, I didn't think so. I just think that when you want to help somebody, you you just want to bust a solo and do, do your own thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the whole bottom line is we got to now unpeel the onion. Like, there's obviously commitment issues that we, that we always talk about and we always run into when we are actually engaged. Because, like, I gave you the top, person in your faith. Jesus even had disciples because he couldn't see every corner of the world by himself. He needed people to see what he couldn't see. Bring it back to the table. They sit down, have the discussion so they can effectively help a large amount of people more effectively. By yourself is never godly. You can't help as many people as you can with the organization. That's true. Cool. So a lot of people want to do things on their own terms. That's what we say. There's a whole mission for individuality. You want to do things on your own terms. But what happens when now people are saying, okay, this is a structure, and there's true freedom is in structure. True freedom is knowing what you're waking up, knowing what you're doing, knowing the role you play, each person's life and actually sitting down and designing an understanding of where you fit. That's true self-awareness. That's true stress stress relief. It's being proactive. It's planning the life that you want to lead with the people you want to lead it with and having designated understanding so everything, every cog is working in unison and everything's coming together. So we're not just talking about, We are talking about personal relationships. We're not just talking about those personal relationships are not going to assist other people. We're talking about starting your personal relationships, having a strong environment, having a strong village, having a strong surrounding. So you can ultimately show love, what love is, and now people are able to cultivate that. They're able to say drastic measures is what love is. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Let's duplicate that. But when I don't want to climb where drastic measure goes, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to take love and now make it. Yo, love is about being there with gotten, homeboy yeah. and making sure he has stuff in his commissary when he goes to jail. That's what we now call love. That is, that is a form of love. No. Well, the, I mean, not, love, not, is, that's not love is saying, stop hustling. Yeah. That's love. Being proactive so you don't put them, they don't get put in those positions. It's saying, even if I want to hustle, now I be, I get caught, I become a burden to those I do love. Mm-hmm. It's being proactive. And that's what people don't see. So, yeah, you're absent of responsibility in that regard. But like you said, being the adult in the room means adapting responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, it means now forging relationships that mean adapting responsibility. So now, if I can now tell everybody, love, you, there's no love if you're not maturing into togetherness. Think about that. What happened? You on the move? <laughs> no, nah, I just uh,
2: turned the AC on. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, you sweating? You got you sweating in there? <laughs> nah, I had the, had, had,
2: had the window down. It wasn't doing enough justice. So I'm like, yeah, let me prank this AC real quick. Yeah, definitely.
0: But, but, uh, I just That's what they're me. saying. Like, try to look at it instead of saying, yo, it's 27. Try to look at it through the definition. Try try, what love is. Like, if you're now telling me, yo, listen, be a Christian, I'm giving you all the reasons not to be. But you're like, okay, try it though. And see if it works. Instead of saying, oh, this is this, this is that. Understand, if everybody's seeing love as maturing into togetherness, they're forced to now use okay, right now I'm gonna stop and be compassionate. I'm gonna stop and show a level of care. They put things in perspective the way it needs to be put in perspective. I guess guess what
2: conflicts me internally is, you know, when I look at Bible scriptures, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like somebody asked Jesus, like, what's the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, might, and strength and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, so when he's using love in those definitions it's you know I mean yeah when you when you when you're loving God, yeah you're using the same definitions that you use, but when you love your neighbor as you love yourself are you you're not really using that same definition you know what I'm saying like I'm not in a relationship with my neighbor I'm not you know what I'm saying we're not we're not in a faith together, we're not you know what I mean, so I guess that's where the internal conflict comes from with me,
0: definitely, but when you look at it whether he's' with, with, with... What the scripture is saying because like they say everybody can't truly read script, scripture that's why i would i always recommended that you have these discussions with people you read scriptures with people so y'all can really talk about and break down what each thing really truly means versus having your own perspective on what it means that's where it becomes dangerous right yeah. so it's like love thou neighbor like like you love thyself. meaning how you want to be treated? See this person as a human being, as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't inflict harm on him that you wouldn't want inflicted on you. Mm-hmm. All it is is the golden rule.
2: Yeah, but that's not that's not um following love the same way that you're defining love. You know what I'm saying? No, love that's what I'm you- saying.
0: It wouldn't be love, it's a mentality he's talking about. It's a mentality. So and when you think of a when you think of a poet. Or you think of like this extra words to it. We talking about love independent of. Once he put something attached to it, like what you said, brotherly love, that changes the definition of what you're saying love is. So if you're saying I'm showing neighborly love, that's what he's talking about. But I'm saying love is independent. It's a faith, maturing and togetherness. Accountable love is showing up with that faith on a regular basis. Love, devotion, dedication and trust, honesty. Think about it. So yeah, I think when you do struggle with scripture, I'm not saying scripture is wrong, I'm saying it's interpreted. Mm. And what we're saying is, when you leave, we have so many things to interpret. Why are there not enough people trying to define things so we can start teaching? things
1: And living it.
0: That's all we're saying. That's our mission. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of backlash. There's going to be a lot of people that feel, yo, what about me as the individual? And I'm like, if we don't have a baseline, we can't support you. When a person has mental health, we can now say they're just different. That's lazy. They're not just different. They have mental health. Why? Why? Why do they have mental health? Because their quality of life is being compromised. How do you know what their quality of life is? How do you know what a good quality of life is? You have to have a baseline Mm -hmm. to truly support that person. So while a lot of people feel like they're being put in a box, it's those boxes actually helping assist you in actually getting a baseline so you can actually ascend. Mm -hmm. How do you know a good parent if you don't have a baseline?
1: Yeah.
0: So a good parent could just smack you around and that's a good parent, based on the society we're living in, based on the society we're fostering. So when you think of the adult in the room and when you think of love and when you think of all these things, you have to, the adult in the room defines terms because they have to make decisions. Mm-hmm. They can't philosophize all day. So when you sit and watch two people arguing in the corner, you like they got a lot of time on their hands <laughs> because I have to make decisions. Regardless of whether it's 80% and has an 80% project- projection or whether it has a 90%, we have to make decisions that we can actually live with. And in doing that, we need baselines. We need to understand what health is. We need to understand what love is. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. So I don't think that you're being controversial by challenging what we believe, because that's yeah, what the no, discussion is about. That's what starts everything. Like, if you're unsure about something, challenge it. Mm -hmm. If you have a different set of beliefs, challenge it. Because that's where the evolution comes in. Mm There's something that you bring up that we might look at and be like, this is our craft. This is what we do. So we research. We're doing this every day. So Mm -hmm. for people to really actually come in our arena is going to be hard. The typical person and come in our arena and actually, oh, I'm going to now put this out there. I'm going to put this out there. Yeah, it feels trapped. But when it comes to life now, you're talking about something you do, like you are a hip hop artist. When it comes to putting bars together, when it comes to, I'm not as gifted. I would have to honor you and come to you and say, okay, I, I'm I'm good with words. I know how to break down words. I'm, I'm articulate. I know how to basically deal with um rhyme and you know how to use the wording, but I'm not as gifted as you are. I no, you, know, you, you know, you taught me how to write my first rap, right? yeah of course <laughs> but I'm just saying in general you took it I was doing that just because I had an older brother that did it yeah. so I was passing on information that I wasn't as dedicated or invested in but you still you were vested in it so I see you on like a Facebook post and I'm like oh this dude is is gifted mm-hmm. right i I sit down i Hit like, and I respond because I'm like, this dude is gifted, right? So when I see a gift, I'm trying to nurture it, right? Yeah, yeah. But I have to have a baseline. I can't just nurture every rapper out there. Yeah, that's a fact. I have to have a baseline on what's good. So I always tell people, stop bringing down the value of love because if you have no value in your house, you leave your doors open. If you have a value of your house, you lock your doors and has and have a security system. So why are we wrong for being that same way when it comes to having personal relationships? Mm-hmm. We secure them. All
2: right. So you so you feel like the only definition of love is like the boomerang effect, the faith of what you're showing mm-hmm. up to. your. so you could never say, "I love this cup of iced coffee." No.
0: Even though I have, even though I, I have, I
1: hate, to, yeah, I it's yeah. Like
0: it's routine. I say it to this day because it's routine. You know what I mean? It's something that was embedded in us, so we' like, yeah, I love those headphones,
1: but I'm mindful and I and I and I retract them like I don't love it, I like it, you know, like I am mindful of the words that I am using, and I don't want to use love when it's unnecessary or it doesn't make sense. I mean, I like a lot of things, so when I'm excited, it's like, oh, I love this and I love that, and you know, but um, I'm very mindful uh, i I so because I'm mindful, it may come out, and I'm like, wait. No, I like it, and I correct myself. And yeah, because it is it, it is ingrained in us.
2: Yeah, this might present a new problem for me, cause like I don't have a problem with, like I have a problem with saying I love you, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. to somebody that I'm close with, you know yeah. what I mean? Like like I, I can do it with my son, you know what I'm saying? I, I I tell my son I love him and stuff like that, but generally speaking, I don't be telling people I love them, even if I love them, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and that's not just romantic partners, that's even family, you know what I'm saying? It's just for some reason I don't know. It's hard for me to say those words to people.
0: But I think you need to read you need to understand why is it hard? because just like it's so easy to say I love ice core. Why yeah. is it hard to be vulnerable and say it to a person because they have a living breathing organism. So when we say I love inanimate objects, we got to really start looking at it. does the the, the the object love us back? And what are we saying to our kids? when we make that statement, no matter what this person is doing to me, as long as I have affection for them it's love Mm. that's what we're saying we're trying to change the mentality of people we're trying to change how you view things so when you now look at oh I do love this person your inability to say it is actually blasphemous Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you're taking from the relationship yeah because if you do love the person and you have a good reason to say I love you to the person and you should express it not just show it like everybody always has the fights in their mind so when we start philosophizing we fight words actions speak louder than words we're here to dispel all that stuff because actions and words are a relationship yeah they're not independent of each other so the fact that you're putting them against each other is what we do in our relationships we make people compete which one's better? Both are bad. Ind- both are not as great independently. They're greater together. And some people need
2: one more than the other. You know what I'm saying? Like I read, a, I read a book years ago that, that that was called the Five Love Languages. You know what oh, I'm saying? We, and talk- we, we 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 yeah, we know it all so well. Oh, you read that? Okay, so yeah, yeah I so read you the know, book, like yeah. some people can't receive love unless you express it in certain ways to them. You know what I'm saying? Some people you have to be give them that physical contact. You got to give them a hug or something like that, or they don't feel love. Some people. You got to give them words of affirmation. Some people, you got to do acts of kindness or or acts of service. You know what I'm saying? So, based on who that individual is and what their love language is, you know what I'm saying? You're thinking like, oh yeah, actions speak louder than words, and it, it might be falling on deaf ears if you're not saying them words to a certain person. Definitely, but it, it, but it, it's it all...
0: go ahead. Yeah. No,
1: but it's all about the it's all about having a conversation. So yes, the five love languages did, you know, open everyone's eyes to the fact that people may may view love or what they consider to be love different right so mm-hmm. which is all good but what i what i didn't really agree with was that you were you're supposed to know this like drastic like, i'm supposed to know that your act, acts of kindness is your love language you're not supposed to say anything to me i'm just supposed to know this and, and you know what i mean like how is how am i are how are we speak in the same love language if you don't even communicate with me tell me what you need you know what i mean so i think it all starts with communication like you have to communicate your needs, you have to communicate your wants, you have to have the conversation in general, just about what love is, what that means to you. Um, when you're not doing certain things, that it doesn't seem, it's not coming from a loving place that so we should be able to discuss it. I think a lot of, and I've done it too. I, I started relationships, we didn't talk about any of this shit. Like we didn't talk about what I thought love was. I didn't, I wasn't too sure, you know what I mean? And we, we, we I jumped in based on feeling and that didn't really get us very far you know what I mean and I think that it's really important that people start to have those discussions early on on what their beliefs are what 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 you're going to hold them to because you I, I used to meet guys all the time that would say like well I showed up I'm like but you didn't even tell me you were showing up so you mm-hmm. could easily not showed up and then I wouldn't have even been able to hold you accountable you know what I mean so it, it's like it's an action and words equal equal accountable love and and it's really important to have those discussions because people jump huh
0: i said dope jerry
1: oh (laughs) your people jump into relationships and just based on pure feelings and they think that you know they're going to have the healthiest relationship ever and it doesn't really work that way
2: that's true and i think i think you i think you said it um and part of what you were saying is like you didn't even know you know, mm-hmm. I think sometimes people don't know how to have that conversation. Some people don't even know what their love language is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're articulating it to somebody else. And a lot of situations, especially when you're dealing with men and women, they speak in two different languages without having an interpreter. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So so I think I think, like, what you guys are doing is awesome because it brings awareness and gives people an opportunity to know, like, yeah, we should be having conversations. And this is the things we should be discussing. These are the things that we should be pondering and, and, and being able to articulate you know what I'm saying because uh, unless you actually think about it and come up with this strategy you don't even know you don't even know that there's a need to articulate some of this stuff let alone how to articulate some of it you know
1: exactly and as he was listening to TED talk yesterday and that was one of his takeaways like a therapist basically said that when a couple when a couple decides that they want counseling it's probably too late yeah. You know what I mean? Like they should have had pre-counseling. They should have had when they were dating. They should have had you know discussions about certain things. And before they got married, they should have had the support. And during the marriage, they should have had the support. Not when things are at a point of no return and you're desperate and you're like, let's go get help. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's what we that's what we're about. We really we're, we want to be proactive in relationships. We want to teach people that you can get ahead of these things by having a discussion ahead of time. You can get you can get ahead of these things if you're self-aware and willing to have those discussions with other people. So it's really important. It's, it's about the maintenance of, it's about when you're starting these relationships to really make sure that you know what you want. Like, as you said yesterday, you know what you want, you know what you need.
0: Definitely.
1: It's, and I, I, I've been in a place where I didn't know either. <laughs> you know what I mean? I either knew one or didn't know the other knew one. You know what I mean? Like it never, it was, it, I, I've been in places where it was never both. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I needed. Yes. You know what I mean, so it's really important got so
0: like when you when you when you think about it to you know to actually sum it all up um you have you have a relationship and a lot of people uh, like people are out there preaching that close off from your counsel mm, like your friends yeah. are your counsel. the people that are in your life that you love that probably were there before the relationship or you might have acquired a connection with them. During the relationship, that's your counsel. So the discussion should be taking place, I mean, no matter what, around your counsel, with your counsel, with each other. Obviously, it starts with each other. But if you can reach out to a group of friends or a group of people and y'all can actually sit down and have dialogues regarding what's going on with your relationships, that's the outside voice that's there to actually mediate, like what you said, to interpret. Mm-hmm. First, so like this, the interpret. So, like, there's a line drawn anywhere with that, though? Huh? you feel like there should be a line drawn anywhere with that, though? I'm saying this, there, there, there's lines drawn everywhere in percentages, okay. right? But what we're saying is it should be transparency across the board.
1: Absolutely. We're
0: teaching people to run from accountability. So we always say we're educated. So we know we're not in it for the money. We're in it for the understanding. We're in it to make a better world. When you actually decide to make a better world, you're actually tackling the issues that are uncomfortable for people. Most people are writing books, love languages, things of that nature to appeal to the person's, the individuality in the person, which is not truly assisting the collection of the person. We go our whole lives developing who we are to actually walk towards other people. Mm. That's stifling the growth when you're like, oh me, 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 this is what I bring, this is what I have, this is what, yeah, you should have a clear understanding of self, you should be self-aware. You should be able to explain yourself and express yourself. But now when you're like, well, you're not speaking my love language at that particular time, what, what it's actually saying is you should study your partner. Your partner should study you. It's, a, it's a blind faith. Yeah, absolutely. It's a blind faith. So when you hear a person say, you think you know me more than I know myself, if they're studying you, they do, and vice versa, because they're watching the things you can't see for yourself. They're they're there to make sure that you become their master's program. And then having friends is a part of that. When we're talking about romantic relationships, having outside factors is a big part of that because if you don't have the outside factors, no person can fully take responsibility for another person. They need support. You need an outside factor. You need outside hobbies. You need outside validation or whatever we, when we was talking about validation before. You need outside things that actually make you who you are so you're the best for the people you're around. So it's what we're saying to you. If you find, like, you should be searching for these people. God should be leading you to these people. So you now have a bunch of, you have a council who helps you actually assess and get your life on track where you spiritually have a better understanding of what's going on around you. You can do a bunch of things by yourself, but you're looking at, right now, you're looking at responsibility of another person as a negative or a harsh. Mm-hmm. But if you start seeing it as a assistance, you know, you start seeing it as a bonus, it changes your whole perspective. So it's about a mentality. And when you read scripture, read scripture with an understanding of a mentality. Like I'm not even a Christian, yeah, but I have read scripture. And when we was in school, people were baffled how much I can understand it. But I believe when you, when put on earth to build relationships, you understand anything relationships are built in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's all scripture's about, a spiritual understanding. But it's leading for a group of people to come together as one. It's all about u- unity. And when people start individualizing it, that's when it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Because now I interpret it the way you interpret it, the way this person interpreted how we collect it, we got to find common ground so we can walk together. Because if you're going right, I'm going left, how are we together? Yeah, that's another part of the reason why
2: I'm not um, looking for too many people to even interpret scripture with right now. Because I feel like, like I believe that this, like, like the Bible is not just a book with words written in it. Mm. I believe that the Bible is, is full of words that are alive. You know what I'm saying? And can only be properly interpreted through the spirit of God. So a person Mm -hmm. having the spirit of God can get that interpretation because God's giving them that interpretation. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you have pure, pure motives as you're reading it and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You're not just trying to justify sinful behavior and stuff like that. But you actually have a heart that I want to please God to the best of my ability. You know what I mean? So part of the reason why I'm not even actively seeking out, you know, churches in particular is, I want to make sure that even if I, even if I align myself with the church, it to be the right church. There's plenty of people that's improperly uh, interpreting even in churches.
0: You know what I mean? So, At the end it. of the day, you should be searching. Mm-hmm. That's all we're saying. The search should be a, a part of love is a group journey. It should always be a part of your journey. When you hear people say, I'm not looking for a partner, you know that yeah. they have commitment issues. Well, well, me personally, I'm not looking for a partner right now. I'd love to have a partner, you know, eventually, just not right now. But it's not about you should be constantly searching. All it means is when that person sits in your car, when that person crosses your path, you're prepared.
1: Yeah.
0: We're not saying you got to go to the club. Yeah. We're, saying We're not even saying that you got to be on the, on the
1: dating app either.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Don't say yeah. you got to keep yourself mentally prepared to taking bring in your blessings. So you are searching, you're just not out there actively engaging, but you are searching. Your mentality should always have that open mind for that. That's searching. Because when you, when you have the partner, you're not searching anymore. Yeah. You're so you're always searching until you find. So that's what we're saying. We want you to shape your mentality and your word usage. I'm not looking, you are looking. I'm not looking for people to be cool with. You are looking. I'm not looking for a church. You are looking. Because you, you're not yet there. It's a destination. It's a journey. Yeah, I guess when my, you my found biggest, the
2: church, you found it. Yeah, the biggest thing for me, though, is having a strong, solid relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? Because this, this is not my first time having a relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? I done walked away so many times before in the past that my biggest fear now is walking away again. Like, I want to make sure that I'm here forever. You know what I'm saying? So. That's where, that's why my focus right now is let me make sure I have a solid foundation in God before I even think about branching off into other areas. You know what I mean? But that is
0: God. <laughs> Just like you said, God is connecting with others.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One thing God gave us to be selfish in is personal relationships so we can be selfless in. Why was that? Because not one person can see all four corners of the block. So how could you truly serve God if you don't have counsel? Mm-hmm. If you don't have what? Counsel.
1: Counsel. If you don't have people around you.
0: Yeah, yeah. How? So you're not doing your best. You're just using God as a crutch to like, I'm focusing on God. Well, God is also telling you, opening the door and telling you to get other people focusing on God. Well,
2: I get some of that too. Like we having discussion now. We have discussions on Monday. But it's not just the discussion.
0: You know what I mean? It's the dedication. <laughs> It's the devotion. It's saying I'm devoted, truly devoted to the word. Mm -hmm. The word is telling you to connect with others. So are you truly devoted when you're saying, I'm just doing me? I'm just focusing on me right now. How could you truly find the greatest sense of self without having people around you that's going to hold you accountable for being the best you can be? Right now, you can just, oh, I just want to do whatever. Nobody's holding you accountable. No, I feel
2: like I am being held. I'm like, I just, I just publicly pronounce what I'm about right now. Definitely. So if I do something that don't line up with that, you know what I'm saying? Like I like I'll I'll let you know what I'm about publicly. You Definitely. know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure this is going on the internet or something like that. So like if I'm living a lifestyle that, that doesn't line up with that, you know, I'm account I, I gotta be accountable for my words, you know? But you gotta
0: wait for other people to hold you accountable from overseas. Possibly. Yeah. From whoever I'm talking decides
1: about
0: to about somebody right next to you video. In, your, in your your car with you. You get what I'm saying? holding you accountable because god's there's no way god's language is ever saying disconnect from your fellow man it's finding your disciples follow if you're now saying i'm 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 a christian and jesus is the highest form of, of role model he had disciples yeah but he did disconnect before he got those
2: disciples after he got baptized and the holy spirit came upon him he was led away by the holy spirit into
0: the wilderness and fasted for 40 days and 40 nights being tempted by the devil. Definitely, definitely. I, I would agree because he wasn't in the place to actually take in information. But at the same time, 40 days and 40 nights. We've been talking for uh, uh, two years now. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to think about it. You're so intelligent. You're very intelligent where you can justify before it comes in. But you, we, we really wanted to have a discussion, which we got into a whole different discussion, about you know your past and the things of your relationships and the things that caused you to be where you're at now and obviously that's going to be another podcast so we do want you to come All back to. and have I mean, a we discussion still, uh, we still got a little bit of time if, and i'm I'm
2: open to another podcast as well but you know we still got another bit of little bit of time if you if we veered off and
0: want to come back to where you was trying to go you know yeah but it's not going to do it. A, a service okay so we want you to have a whole podcast dedicated to having that discussion because I think it's very important for people to listen to really, truly understand who drastic measure is, why you got to where you, where you, where you why you get got to where you was at. And like we have an understanding of who each other is. So we're having dialogue based on our interactions, based on what we actually know about one another. So it, you can tell it's familiar, but we yeah, want yeah. the viewers to have a clear understanding of where you at before we now tell you, listen, you got commitment issues. Like we're saying these things because we've been in these discussions with you. Where you're oh, yeah. so intelligent, you philosophize, and you're like, yo, you know, it could go this way, and we're like, you got to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And it could go that way. Yeah. But You yeah. could get a wife and she can cheat on you. It could go that way. Yeah, Right? But you still commit with the idea that it won't go that way. So that's yeah. what faith is. So what we're saying is you're in constant conflict. Because faith is a strong commitment that you believe it's so, even though you can't see. That's the definition of faith. It's so. So now when you put in all these other variables, oh, perception here, perception, it's not showing faith. It's showing skepticism. Mm. It's the direct opposite of faith. So that's why I'm able to say, listen, you got commitment issues, brother. Like, I'm making a direct statement, and you automatically see it as a box versus as education and liberation. Yeah, I mean, I don't, well, I do. I don't want to commit to just, any,
2: I, yeah, I, I can partially agree with you. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because I don't want to just commit to any and everybody. I don't want to just commit. Like, I want to make sure I'm, I'm willing to commit, but I want to make sure I'm, commit, I'm committing to the right person or I'm committing to the right cause. I'm committing to the right movement. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just commit for the sake of committing. So, yeah, I have issues in that regard. But
0: if I feel like this is the right thing to commit to, then I'm willing to commit. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But when we're now having these discussions, like when we're talking about love, you'll bring up brotherly love, but we're talking about just love. Mm -hmm. So when you change the the variables, it now seems like a lot, it's hard to commit. How are we committing to a subject? We're talking about love. Yeah, my reason Brotherly love is a whole different subject. Now, my reason for bringing that up was the
2: discrepancy in languages. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the English language, we only got one word for love, but in other languages, they got more than one word for love. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have to say uh, "brotherly love." They say "agape." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or so you know what I'm saying? Like in, in some of these other languages, they don't. There's like there's there's different words for love, but we got one one word, and that's the reason why. You know what I'm saying? Like I I believe that you feel a, a need to to distinguish it from 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 other things like compassion and and caring, and so on and so forth. Definitely. they
0: say, But at the same time, in those different, like agape has a definition
1: mm-hmm.
0: that you honor. So it's not just the word, it's the definition, it's the roadmap. It's a relationship. So yeah. that's all we're about. Find the relationship and then walk the path. Now when we're like, oh, well, if you look at it from this way, you look at it from this way, how are you walking? You're spinning in circles. So that's all we're saying. So anytime we have a discussion with somebody and they're always second-guessing something that can be absolute, try it. Make the adjustment based on the fact that you tried it and you move forward and you learn and you try the new path. But always be walking in the right direction. Don't spin in circles. Oh, no, no, like, the reason why I be bigging y'all up on what y'all doing with what y'all, what y'all
2: podcast and stuff like that is because I'm not trying to give you a pat on the back. Like, I actually appreciate what y'all doing. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And the, and the stuff that, that you guys teach, I feel is, is excellent for, 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 the, for when the time comes that I'm in a, you know, personal relationship, you know, with, with, you know with, a, with, with a woman of God or something like that. You know what I mean? That'd be great
0: because you're teaching good tools that can be used. You know what I mean? But, you know, I'm just But I it's guess- also with friendships. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think you're gonna discover that woman, that that the woman that you're searching for through a friendship. And mm-hmm. we strongly believe that. So we just want you to start saying God is not absent of other people. God is other people. God is the connection through other people. Love is maturing and togetherness. So love is stalking those people that you need in your life or one in your life that are going to enhance your life for a lifetime now. It's never giving up, and that's what we're saying in a nutshell. To be accountable in love is to stop that idea until you have it. Love is a group journey. Don't journey through life by yourself. Yeah. Journey with people that you love. Oh no. Doubt. But you know, on that note, that
1: note, yeah. <laughs> that note,
0: you know, This is accountable love. We want to thank Drastic for you know participating and having a discussion. And I it know we went, you know, away and back, but that's how our discussions go. We always love to have a discussion and let it take place organically. You know what I mean? And go where it has to go instead of having set topics and constantly just hammering home no set topics. We really want people to engage and learn how to engage and learn how to communicate. And I think we communicated effectively today and we was able to exactly. let each other talk and have different views and go back and forth in a way, where in a manner that is healthy so oh, i did have
2: i did have one more point that i wanted to address that okay, i almost forgot ahead. like when jerry was talking about um helping out the kid on the bus um for some i mean i guess this is obvious but you know what i mean like i, I believe that it's important to help people especially you know what i'm saying in situations like that but obviously you got to exercise a-, a level of discretion and it's a case-by-case situation you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like she so happened to be with her daughter's father at the time so you know what i mean it was like the. They, they was able to move as a couple and bring the kids to his grandmother's house. Like if the roles was reversed and I'm a grown man and I see some 12 year old girl, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that looks afraid and lost. I'm, I, I I obviously got to approach that in a different way to give her assistance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe i get on the phone and, and Hey, what's your grandmother's number? Or, or, or I get it to a. you know what I'm saying? Obviously I got to approach that, that situation differently. So I don't know why I need to address that, but I just wanted to, I don't know. Well, yeah, oh, no,
1: good. but you go, but, but you go with the, but I, I, we can loop it back around to support, right? I yeah. had support in that situation to be able to help a kid in need, right?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and when you, like you said, as a man, if you see a twelve-year-old girl on the bus, you probably would, you would, you wouldn't necessarily have the support at that time with you to help her. So I think it just goes back to um, being making sure that you're around supportive people, making sure that you have people around you that could support certain things like that, and. I think that it's you just proved the point of when you do things independently, you may not be able to. your follow through may not be as strong because you're by yourself. Yeah. So I mean,
0: good, good, good point.
1: That's
0: true. Yeah. <laughs> good point. But I mean, it's always one to think about is you didn't sit idle. You're still trying to assist. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the whole point. No matter how you assist, and you're still finding ways and unique ways to assist. So it still shows that you're in that person's best interest, and you're still trying to. Get them the way they need to be but you know overall the point is we just want you to find support and we want everybody in the world to actually have great personal relationships we believe that that's the best way to sustain a greater society definitely All but right. it's
1: always a pleasure drastic um we you are we we love we like seeing you every monday you <laughs> 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 see love we appreciate you we we appreciate you every monday we appreciate you doing this podcast we look forward to doing part two so For all our viewers out there, we have Let's Talk Relationships every Monday at 9 p.m. on Zoom and Facebook Live. The link is always in our bio, so you should have no issues signing up. Um, It's been a pleasure. So thank you.
2: All right, Thank you. You guys have a good one.